Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on him. Mike Knox. That's with three X's because he's hardcore. Are y'all ready? We about to give y'all something special. You ready? Let's go! After money, now you're all what you getting in. Perfect Plex Radio, got him listening. Mike Knox, from Cena to The Rock, or whatever wrestler is hot. News and interviews, it's a one-stop shop. Matter of fact, let me give you more choices. You can call in and be the voice with the voiceless. So what you waiting on? Let's get it cracking. Let's talk wrestling, that's enough rapping. <laughs> Perfect Plex Radio, simply. We about to give y'all something special. You ready? You ready? Let's go! Everybody, every time, welcome to Unpop Reviews, the Mike Knox Show, Perfect Plex Talk Radio, Survivor Series Review Show. I am your host, King Knox, King Knox Oos, you can call me today, and I'm joined by the executive one, the executive consultant himself. How you doing, sir? Don't hear you. How about now? That will be important. Yes, I said I'm doing quite well. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. Uh, got to see a pay-per-view. I'm sorry. I, 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 damn it. Premium live event. Premium live event. Pilly. Pilly. It's from, been so many years we've been calling it a pay-per-view. And a, you know, a I had a hard time getting out of the closed circuit. But realistically speaking, it's not a pay-per-view anymore. No, it's not. And so I understand why well, they that, call it. Technically, technically, that's not true. I work for, said, say, cable companies, okay? And you can order it as a pay-per-view still. Okay. Well, you fine. Can. I will say that. But I remember when they first transitioned over to the WWE Network, yeah. they were actually calling it special, um, special event, I think, or special event. You remember feature. that? Yes, because it was it only lasted like a couple months, and then they had to go back to pay per view because people just could not transition to off a of pay per view. Well, did you enjoy last night? Did you enjoy this? Listen to me. Look at that right there. It's called Survivor Series, but we got Survivor Series War Games. So, as I would say on Unpop Review Entertainment, I should have known my audience right there. But did you like it? I thought it was actually a very solid, very good pay-per-view. Was it a pay-per-view to hear my opinion? No, 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 no. A but lot it's a very of solid pay-per-view, and I enjoyed it from beginning to end. A lot of people liked it. Hey, George, what's going on, Hassan? Bad guy, bad guy Jack checking in. I, I, you know, personally, I thought it was okay. I, I mean, thought it was if okay. I give it a grade, I would give it a B plus. Well, we don't give grades on you this give show. Belts. We give title belt grades. One through five. So if you have to give it, let's talk about it first. Let's save that to the end. Because maybe, because you know me, right? Maybe you will say something that's intelligent. Because this is a show for the intelligent wrestling fans and the audience as well. Eh, It might bump it up a grade. All right. Let's talk about it. What we got last night was the 36th annual Survivor Series. Why I had a problem with it. Okay. And... During this Survivor Series last night, we, you know, we had the women's match. 
that took place. So, Bianca, Team Bianca versus Team Bailey. I tell you how much I get in trouble every time my daughter screams and my son scream. Hey, we want some Bailey every time. Like my wife just looks at me so disgusted <laughs> when that's want on. some Bailey. She wants some Bailey. But you got Team uh, Bianca Belair with the All Star Team, and then me and Yams in here. But you got Alexa Bliss. You got you. You got Oscar. You got. Big time Bex. You got the modern day super Cena herself known as Bianca Belair. And then me again. And then you got damage control, which is a bunch of me agains, right? Let's keep it real. Right? You got EO Sky, who I'm a big fan of. You got King Coda. You, you got not a superhero anymore. You got Rhea Ripley, who's done nothing in this business. And then you got Bailey, who's done everything in this business. But this was some Vince McMahon booking last night. Okay, this was some Vince McMahon booking last night. And if I was going to get Vince McMahon booking last night, I'd like to have a Vince McMahon-led Survivor Series. This war games was entertaining except for one thing, Chris. Sorry, executive consultant. It was 52 minutes long! Winners, Team Bianca, which I don't think they should have won. I think Team Bailey damage control them should have won. I think it would have progressed the storyline a lot more. And they should have had, and this is why. And I'm gonna let you have the floor. I'm gonna shut up. Damn it. I wanted Sasha Banks. They're in Boston. They're in Boston. You said it. You burst my bubble in a prediction show. You don't think she's coming back? Oh well, so what? Forget that. I wanted Banks. I'm not even a big Banks fan. Like, I'm like, let me say that. I'm a Banks fan. I'm not a Banks guy. I'm a Charlotte Flair guy. The greatest women's wrestler of all time. Not Banks, Charlotte Flair. But didn't get that last night. Long match. Uh, it was just okay to me. Some of the, it was, it was, it was actually good. I'm going to say it for the ladies. Four spots like this where girls typically lay around and sit around and they annoy me by doing that. It was a lot of stuff going to ring last night. And I give Bianca Belair a lot of credit for the kudos and what she did, because typically she's one of the ones I always point out that just stays around too long and looks like, I hate when they, the camera catches them doing nothing. I didn't get a lot of that last night. That could be production. That could be the girls as well, but your take. Um, as far as the just laying around, we'll talk about that during the men's uh, <laughs> war games match, in, in my opinion. But um, I, I thought it was a very good match. It, it was it was solid. Um, Rhea looks very strong, like she needed a look in this match. Um, I thought it was a little too be pro Becky. Uh, I know she's just coming back, but the, she she just came and I know she's the man again. You know, I'm a big Becky fan. Um, I know I'm in minority when I say I was just about to say, just like you, I said I'm, I'm a minority. Man. I prefer big time Bex over the man. The man, no. I think the no. man's pushed too hard. I think the man is is made out to be stronger. They make the man seem like she's Bianca Belair, and in my opinion, she's not. She's very good. She's very talented, but she's but she not. ain't Bianca Belair. She's not Bianca Belair. She's she better than Bianca. On the she doesn't Belair. have. She doesn't have Charlotte Flair's in ring capability. She doesn't have Sasha Banks' explosivity, and she doesn't have the, uh, in my opinion, the charisma of Bailey. Right? I think of all, and I think we had a, a special on this one yes. talking about popular yes. view, but <laughs> yeah. we actually kind of ranked Ran the the four horse women. Yeah, yes. the four horse women, and she was last on I think every single person. everybody's list. Yeah, you know, and that's not taking anything away from Becky. No, I not at all. all. I love Becky. I love Becky. Becky and everything she's just not she's those done. other girls. She's not. Um. So when I saw her as big time Bex, 
I saw a different side of her that I thought was fantastic. Uh, so her come back as the man and just coming and beating everybody. And I'm like, come on, like, realistically speaking, you shouldn't be going to town on all these people. You pretty much took out everybody. I don't even know if she took a bump. She pretty much took out everybody <laughs> at the end. And then her biggest bump that she took was her own bump, which is her doing that daggone leg drop yeah. through the table. Or leg drop? Wouldn't. No, that was a booty drop. Was, booty butt cheeks, booty, just, booty butt cheeks. She said, I'm just going to go down. I'm just going to go to sit down. And, and in King Coda, which I said was going to take the pin in this match. You did um, say that. Yeah, and, and then EO, I, you know, I don't want to sit here. I know a lot of people don't like women's wrestling because they say it's too full of botches. And I like to think people we're say evolved. that? Oh, my God. We're not, they got I the they don't like women's wrestling? Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, and, and, and I know we're supposed to be evolved, but I'm actually going to go ahead and take a step back. There were a lot of botches in this match. Okay, oh, there were a lot of botches. man, you. Um, Eel Sky, Eel Shirai. Hey, I like Eel Sky. I'm a huge fan of, but there was one point in time she could not get the move out when she was trying to do. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Oh, that was uh, th- on the cage? Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't on the cage. It was on the top turnbuckle. The, she was trying oh, to do the knee. Yeah, but it was going against the cage. Yeah, the cage. yeah, like every time. I'm like, okay, one or tw- once or twice, okay, it happened. Give it We're up. All humans, right? It's like a dunk contest. <laughs> do something different. The moonsault, she just went up there and just, and I, I hate, and w- one problem I have with high spots sometimes, is right, is when they look too forced and too obvious. Right, you could tell they're like, okay, you stay here. We're going to catch him like this. And I saw where Bianca, whoever it was with her, was what creeping up for Eo, who's not even paying attention. She just climbing and she just falls back, and they have to move up just to catch her. It was a little, it was a little bit too much for me. But I, I mean, and Nikki Cross, um, who I used to love, I used to be a huge Nikki fan. We all used to be a huge Nikki fan, but she's been watered down so much over the last couple of years. It's hard for me to get back to where she used to be. So when she's coming in. And she's bringing all these weapons. She acting all crazy, Nikki, and stuff like yeah. that. I'm enjoying this fact that I see it again. But at the same time, it's like I just saw you around, smiling, doing this superhero thing, and it, it was like it was too much of a drastic change. So I'm trying to get used to uh, doing, um, paying attention to that again. Um, you know, Bianca is Bianca. She's always going to kill. Bailey, I could tell was the uh, uh, the ring general. I should say mm-hmm. in this match, I could see mm-hmm. when she was actually calling the spots and telling people yeah. where to stand and stuff. And she should. She That's what she's good for. Um, I can't say I think they should have won. I think the right team won, especially to open up the show, because I don't think Bailey's it for it. I think the person who's going to take that title away from Bianca Belair is either going to be Rhea Ripley or is going to be big-time Becky Lynch. Well, the man Becky Lynch. And that's only because I still feel like so it's they called her big time. I think they called her big-time last night. Michael they? Cole called her big-time when she first came out. Okay. And he corrected himself later and said the man, the man, the man, because he got used to saying big time Becky Lynch. Huh. But um, I still think WrestleMania's game match is going to be uh, the man, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, whether it's for both titles or the SmackDown Women's title. I that's still think the that's, one that, yeah, unfortunately, you fans put there. But Vince McMahon, who I know is no longer here, okay, yeah. Or step down, okay? It's supposed to be Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. <laughs> it's just what it was supposed to be. All right? And Becky got lucky because our girl Nia Jax bust her face. And that's what made her famous, people. Let's keep it a being. Y'all were not checking for Becky Lynch until her face got busted. Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, it was until she slapped Charlotte at SummerSlam 2008. Yeah. That's when it happened. It escalated to a different mm-hmm. fandom um, after the Nia Jackson incident, but she was already uh, like number one star in the company for a while there. She was like hot commodity. Everybody wanted the one star in the company. Uh, in late 2018, I will say Becky yes. Lynch. 
Becky Lynch, yes. Was never the star of the company. I disagree with that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, but that was but that was leading that was after the match, though, is what I'm saying though. I'm saying that was she, after so around that, that time getting to WrestleMania and stuff. Yeah, at that time she was probably she was probably the biggest thing in the company. I would say I would arguably I'll say that. that in 2018, after the SummerSlam incident, that's what I'll call it. After that SummerSlam incident, and she was the hottest thing in that company. She really was. She was out there. She was being requested. They were chanting her name. She was doing dark matches at the end for the main event. She was the hottest thing. Yeah, That's why that Raw was so special because her showing up. Now, the, the Nia Jax thing, like I said, yeah, took it to another level. But she was. At John Cena time, came back to work with her. I, like, I everybody wanted to work with her. She did at one point become the biggest thing in the company, but it wasn't at that point. You're talking she about after she that. won both titles. And then, yeah. then she became there. Now, I can see what you're saying there from a, maybe a yeah. merchandise standpoint. But I'm saying as far as... You know, they always say the flavor of the week or something yeah. like that. She was the flavor of the week for a long, for a, quite the a while. There. Second, the second match of the night, okay, which is Finn versus AJ. Not just it was just Finn versus AJ. I, I had the picture, guys. I had some things to do this morning with the wife and, and the kids. Absolutely, the mask off. Right, <laughs> they came out with. First of all, Finn's mask is like I'm like, am I watching Dark Vader? Is this like some um, some um, insert any sci-fi TV show at this point? Right, a little bit of a uh, little bit of Tim Drake's mask, a little bit under the red hood. Right, just mind his eyes, and then all of a sudden AJ comes out with the mask that's been on his shirt for years, even into the in the in the, in the OC in their T-shirt. That's the mask, you know, coming out. So the mask off, but was it the match of the night? I'd say hell no. I thought on paper it should have been. To me, this match would have been incredible. I thought it was just okay. I'm okay with AJ winning the match, although I think Finn should have won it. I get why AJ won it. The Judgment Day has been winning a lot of matches against that group, so I get it. You know what I mean? And it's AJ still. Nothing is. I don't think AJ needs to be with the with the with the with the club in the first place. I think they should maybe turn. AJ is best. Like AJ with John Cena in the OC was great. You know, turn beat up John Cena, all that. But not they're not doing that stuff. They're not to me. They're not being who they can be because of storyline. So let AJ lose. Let AJ be AJ, and AJ can be great. I think they're going to push AJ towards a title run. Maybe after Mania next year, not going into Mania right now, of course. But I think like like I think he's going to get good big push, and then like next year SummerSlam, AJ might be having a title shot, in my opinion, like because he's on his way out. You know what I mean? And I know that Triple H adores him and loves him for that, but also that Triple H has a soft spot for Finn Balor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm a whole I'm a whole Balor guy myself, uh, Prince David all day. But I thought the match was underperforming and under and underwhelming personally. Even the interference, I just, for some reason, I did not clap, you know, or pop for this match the way I thought I would. Your take? Um, I see what you're saying about AJ getting a title shot. Uh, I wouldn't say title reign. I'm not saying that's what you said. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I don't think I said title. I said title reign. You didn't say that. Title push. You didn't say that, but I'm clarifying uh, of that. I, 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 And I believe that he should um, go after Roman Reigns. I think that's another major starter Roman could have that he has had in this current uh, iteration of his character. And that will be very interesting. Now, granted, AJ will lose, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, I will be interested to see it. The problem is that AJ is a raw superstar, and uh, we've said this plenty of times. I can understand why you did that, Mister Ian. But well, he um, was actually at the arena. So <laughs> after an hour, that's why. That's why I took a longer time in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, you know, it always takes a longer time in the arena. But um, I, I, I bad, definitely see it. The problem is AJ is on. Yeah, it was Jason Todd. AJ is on Raw, and Roman doesn't like going to Raw. 
He doesn't even like feuding with Raw superstars. He's not feuded really with any Raw superstars since he's uh, won that Universal uh, WWE Undisputed Championship. Mm-hmm. So, um, so AJ would have to go to SmackDown along with the OC. Now, that being said, uh, this match, it was solid. Uh, you know, it, it, it's like it will not go down <laughs> in your memory as one of the matches of the year or one of the matches of, I mean, just anything. Uh, but it was solid. It wasn't bad. You know, and I don't mean it wasn't bad as eh, I give it a C. You know, it was it's just it was good. It was just underwhelming. You know what I equated to? Um, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura WrestleMania 34, mm-hmm. uh, where everybody was happy and excited for that main event. And then it, it wasn't bad, but it was very, very underwhelming. But that was possibly me. And I remember and I say this a lot of times. I heard an interview two days before where AJ says he hates when people keep calling this one of the most anticipated matches, how it's only matching tonight, because it's when you have that expectation, it's hard to live up to that expectation. So do you miss out on what could possibly be a good match because you want it better? And I feel the same way when it comes to movies sometimes. I go see a movie and I, I think it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It is not great. It's good. But because it's good, it's really not great. It's kind of bad. You know, it could be better than a movie I thought was average and it was better than I thought it was going to be. You know, and, and I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it just takes away. And I think this is where it came from. Plus, I told you earlier, I didn't like the ending. I thought mm-hmm. the ending was kind of abrupt. Uh, maybe it was that double uh, ring thing that kind of takes away from me sometimes. And it does. It does. I think that's a good point. I think it's distracting. Yeah. Sometimes because yeah. and even if they're switching the ring, my kids, are like, I think they're switching for cleaning purposes. You know what right, I mean? No. Like let the sweat get away and you know what I mean? And why not just go to the next mat? Um, although they, they use it anyway, but because they, they want to use both, that's what it is. They want to utilize both, they both they have them both there. There's no reason to have one ring take all the beating, and then the other one only takes a somewhat of a beating when it's in the middle of the uh war games match. So they switch it back and forth. Uh, even though that theory was actually pretty intelligent, but no, that's that's not the reason. That's it. Um, match was just okay. Um, and I don't see anything where it said Finn got injured anywhere. I, I didn't hear or yeah, see I, I, anything about that. It that, didn't look to me like he did. It yeah, didn't look yeah, like he got injured. Bianca looked like she got injured in her. Yeah, match. and they said Bianca was okay with her yeah. ankle. Right. Yeah. So and I didn't. I could have really seen it when I was watching live, but then somebody showed me a picture of her ankle. Of Bianca her, it was yeah. picture. Yeah, I saw that same yeah. picture. Um, also, and then it's funny. My daughter said, "Well, if she's the biggest female wrestling fan in my house. Obviously, she's my girl." Right, and she said, "Well, match is the third match because that's always the match to go to the bathroom on." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, baby girl, you must have knew it was your girl Shotzi." Man, my daughter posed with her at NXT. My daughter loves Shotzi, and she says, "And I quote, oh, Shotzi, I wish you could actually wrestle somebody you can actually beat.'" <laughs> Before you started, she said, "Dad, why would they book this match?" I got using the word books. I feel like, you know, as a proud like father and, and shit, like, yeah, you know, they, they, she, she said booking. You know what I mean? But she's like, dang, Satsi, you're not going to win this match. And when you talked off air a little bit about this match before we came on here, so I bring a lot of the air. I've been the biggest, one of the biggest Ronda Rousey fans out there. Um, as I believed her early stages were better than what they are then now. Mm-hmm. I thought the push she was getting like this time last year was horrible. Okay. Um, what they're doing with her now, I liked her having a bit more personality. I think they kind of make her Roman range ish, where she, with her in ring ability or where she's talking more. Mm-hmm. It works for Roman because Roman's very methodical. Roman's not known mm-hmm. to be a former great of all time UFC fighter. So when Roman's doing it, it's like even last night, and we'll talk about, about later how he was just sitting inside the cage. That's bullshit. Yeah, right? I, want, I can't on, wait to talk about that. Roman's also <laughs> all time great shit that he does. Um, but Rhonda can't do that. 
She can't sit there and get her in her leg. Watch this. Which leg am I going to get? Oh, she can't stop it. It just doesn't, it doesn't even seem believable. Okay. And I love Ronda Rousey. And I love her with Shayna Baszler, my second best female women's tag team of all time, next to Beauty and the Beast. Y'all know who that is. I'm not saying which one is Beauty, which one is the Beast, but her and her and Nia Jax was the, shouldn't nobody ever beat those two women, okay, ever. And I don't think no one should beat these two girls. Um, with with Sasha, I mean with uh, uh Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. This match was horrible. And on the prediction show, you said, and I quote, "I want to see how long it take before botsy botches." And this rope, this ring thing on the outside where she's supposed to flip though. First of all, it was the positioning. I'm not even a professional wrestler. I've been watching wrestling for 39 damn years. I know when some shit's going to work and some shit ain't going to work. I know when I see shit, I go, yeah, okay. Like there's certain moves. Like I'm watching AEW this week and Ethan Page tried to pick up Ricky Starks on the top rope. And he like put his whole hand in his ass. I was like, first of all, like, why are you hand on his ass? But you're not going to slam him like that. Like no one's taking that kind of a bump. So you know things ain't gonna happen. So I'm, I'm watching like Soxy, what the you doing? That shit ain't for the fly. And she tried it anyway. And Kim Ronda Rodney was looking at her. Ronda was like, I'm not gonna take that bump. Ronda would have got Ronda tried to take the bump. She did the best she could. It was just horrible. It's this match was just I thought that what's your girl you love to hate? Liv Morgan. And Ronda Rousey was a bad pairing. Oh my god, this was absolutely horrid. I get it, Triple H. I've sung your greatest praises more than any wrestling fan I've ever come across in the last 25 years. You need to get, you need to go back to the drawing board. I'm sorry. I know these are your peoples and you want them to get over. There's a reason why they're not. Okay. I get it. I don't get it. I don't know them. Okay. But this is a bad booking decision. This match was horrible on every single level. Your take, Executive Uso. I, I really do like Ronda Rousey. I, I thought her first run in WWE was phenomenal. I've always said that. I was looking forward to this. It started out okay. It got into a little boring point with Charlotte Flair. And then they had, in my opinion, one of my favorite I Quit matches of all time. I don't care what anybody says. That's all I say. I love that I Quit match between Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Now, that being said, um, this year, unfortunately, she got to a program with Liv Morgan. Now, here's the funny part. I watched this with my roommates. And when this Shotzi came out, I said, who... Will be the worst SmackDown Women's Champion of all time. Liv Morgan on Shotzi Blackheart. It'd be Shotzi. And I said Shotzi. And I, everybody knows how I feel about Liv Morgan it's being the worst SmackDown Women's Champion of all time. But I will say 100% Shotzi Blackheart would be the worst one. Uh, I disagree with that. I disagree I've with that. I've seen Ronda take some crazy Ronda some crazy bumps. Ronda's actually very talented. But unfortunately, her dance partners this time That's around what it has she needs not been. She there. needs the dance partner to lead the match. She does not have that many good dance partners. Okay. And the and reason is because she's on SmackDown. I know why she's on SmackDown. Right. But SmackDown's women division, especially with Sasha and Naomi are gone, um, is, is doesn't have the star power as it used to. Right. So she's right. in there with a lot of people who are not, unfortunately, it. And that's no offense to any of them. But Raquel Gonzalez is arguably, at this point, one of your most over women. And she yeah. should not be. Right. Even though she's good, she's talented, but she's not there yet. Lacey Evans got washed away. Lacey Evans, you know, Makes is, no sense. I wish Lacey. maybe we're going to have a special episode where we talk about wrestlers who actually feel the effect of Vince McMahon being gone. Yeah. L- L- Lacey was it's actually really being pushed when Vince was about really to being pushed. And then all of a sudden, as soon as he got gone. same thing with uh, uh, Veer Mahal, who I know is back. You on know, it's funny. Veer, Veer was should have been where he stayed at. But I was glad I didn't have to see Shanky no more. That's the stuff I said. See, that's the difference. There's no there's more the dancing good, Shanky. There's the good and the bad of Vince McMahon. And everybody acts like everything that Vince did was horrible. Everything Vince did wasn't horrible. And Ronda, I think she's 100% believable as champion. 
It's just, again, wrestling is 100% about your dance partners. That's uh, that's what it is. If you don't have the right dance partner, everybody can't be AJ Styles. Correct. Or, 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 or Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Beautiful Bobby Eaton. Those guys that, you know, for what it's worth, Ric Flair couldn't dance with everybody. Correct. Contrary right. to belief. People think Rick Flair was, you know, no. There's a reason Kurt Angle is a once-in-a-lifetime competitor because he's the only person I've <laughs> seen again. be able to wrestle with almost – any Anybody. single person he's in the ring with, Daniel Bryan, I know, uh, but it's very few people Eddie. who can count this. Like it's, the Eddie it's, 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 it's about ten or fifteen guys. Yeah, it, but it, consider the fact know, there's been like thousands, a thousand, thousand of wrestlers. wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. millions of wrestlers. I could probably put if we thought about it, I could probably make a twenty-five that can go with anybody. Correct, right? But I'm going to put Kurt Angle number one. And Kurt Angle's number one. <laughs> number one on that. List. I saw. I Insert anybody else you want. And I'll to say this before order. we moved on to the next yeah. match. But I remember I was cringy over the fact that the main event of the War Rumble 2006 was going to be Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. I said this match is not going to be good. It's not going to be entertaining. These two different styles it cannot work. I saw that match and I said, "Hey, you know what? That was actually a pretty damn entertaining match." Was it Kurt Angle's top ten? No, it was a pretty damn entertaining match that he made work, and only Kurt Angle could have done it like that. So, bitch. Shout out to Kurt Angle. Shayna Baszler, do you see this happening? I um, did it first. I don't want it. Don't to. think so now. I think yeah, it's leading to an eventual they, she tag needs team. needs Shayna Baszler. If anything, but they need someone else as well. Like, again, they can benefit from Paul Heyman. You put Ronda Rousey. If Paul Heyman had Ronda Rousey, she could be anything to me. I have a problem with Ronda and Shayna for one reason, one reason only. I feel like Shayna's there to take all the L's Ronda can't. I guess. And I I, I'm going to have an well, issue with that. That's what happens. That's yeah, I happens. know, but I don't like seeing that out of Shayna. No, that's, that's what happens. This woman lost the to Shotzi the other week. I started <laughs> to toss things around my apartment. Um, We got the third match of the night, which gave us, which is oddly enough, right? There's certain times we have our unpop review pickums. And I pick because I'm like, I just want to know who I know who's gonna win. And there's times I pick, I'm going literally off of what I want and what I think should happen. If you look at it last night, I changed the the ending match, my results like seven times in like the last right. before the show. You because definitely did. I just want to go with what I think is gonna happen, you, you know, what I want to happen, right? I called this. I said he needs to win this match. And shout out to you know the wrestling doll who put in the chat like she loved the pay per view minus this. But I get you not liking your guy, and I love her. Apparently, innocence not a lot of people in Boston didn't like it either. I, I, I like her innocence to wrestling, right? It's like a, it's, I love it. I think it's the best wrestling fan in the world. It's just a, it's man, I'm watching what I like. I don't like faces. I don't like you know. It's just what it is. That's I love that. This guy is a star to me. Okay, and. Who could have taken this loss? We talked about it in the prediction show last night. We didn't think it was going to happen. We all picked Seth to win. But I said I want it, and I wish what would happen was that Theory would win the match. You said you agreed with that. We just didn't see it happening. And this match was really, until I got to the main event, was the match of the night. That I means it's only five matches. It ain't hard to beat a match of the night. Right. You know what I mean? But you got Finn and AJ. That's It's kind of hard to beat those guys. And I thought this match was so good the way that – uh, I did say finish, this is going to be sleeper. The finish was great. Bobby doesn't get pinned, so we so us black contingent wrestling fans can't be mad that they, they let Bobby lose again. He didn't get pinned, so we can't bitch that you know the black guy you know took the loss. Who else could take this loss? There's certain people in wrestling. I go back and say it all the time. Couldn't there is no damn smack it. There is no wrestler in this business that could have pinned the Undertaker and taken that heat other than Brock Lesnar. Certain people can take a loss and it doesn't affect them in any way. Seth, one of those guys, he took that, 
That was a Which great you match. Which you could tell because Seth lost a lot of paper PLE <laughs> matches. He loses a lot of PLE. And I say that, but he is on that level which Mike is alluding to here, he is on that level where he can take losses and then he still be a credible threat to whoever he faces tomorrow night. Complete credible threat. And it's like that. First of all, I always say he hardly ever loses a Raw match anyway. You know, all his matches be a paper, <laughs> uh, premium live event matches he loses to. But if it's on Raw, odds are he's winning. He'll pick up that W. And, um, you know, I kind of saw it happening that way, but I really didn't think they were going to go with Theory, even though it makes the most sense because Seth does not need that title. I said that the other night. He's going to a few with Cody Rhodes when Cody Rhodes come back, and they're not going to feud over the United States Championship. No. Bobby at this point does not need it. And you know, he's going to go to a few with Brock Lesnar. They're not feuding. Oh, I'm United sorry. The dirt sheets have you believe it's going to be Walter versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I, I highly doubt that. They already got the pictures really up, shocked. you know. They already yeah, put I'll the pictures really together. And I can make a speaking, picture too. Honestly speaking, I'm not even, I'm a Gunther and a Brock Lesnar fan, but that's yeah. not even a match I'm really excited to see. So well, I, I would love to see it. But I'm, oh, I'm, saying, I'm not excited to I see it. I need this match. The rubber match between Brock Bobby and Bobby at Mania is the undercard. It's it could be an event night one. I can I can I agree with you, and I'm looking forward to that. Now, can we go back to real quick? Yeah, because we said this the other night, and I came out. I mean, last night they came out. I was still confused. Austin Theory is a heel, right? What 100%. are the other two? Uh, <laughs> I, we said it right. Mm-hmm. Seth technically Seth's a heel. Mm-hmm. That fans are cheering, and I've always thought that's where the disconnection between for me with wrestling fans began. Right, Austin kind of started it, in my opinion, where it was really dr- split down the middle. He's not a heel, he's not a face, right? Because but because he went against the establishment, he was liked. Mm-hmm. That's Seth. There's nothing about Seth that is face, but the fans make him cheer for him, so you make him feel like he's a tweener because because he's he's very good at what he does. He can always bounce back when he wants to. He can say one line and it's a hill thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He can say one line, it's a face thing, right? Because fans are hanging on every word. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's a hill. And Bobby Lashley is a face that's been doing some hill tendencies things, but really not so. He's been cheated. He's been robbing his title. He's he's angry. So Bobby's a face. Seth's a heel, and so is and so is Austin Theory. So Austin Theory, we already knew. Like, that was like, there's, there's no question there. Austin and they did not cheer for him. They did not cheer for that pop in Boston either. By the way, what uh, Austin winning? I didn't like that. Oh no, they 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 panned the camera on the crowd a few times, and it was amazing. It wasn't even the same people. Like so many people were upset over. The My agent families loved it. You saw they were like, yeah. <laughs> That's the first I, ones they shown. I think it was a good choice to put Austin Theory as the United States champion again. I think he knows how to draw some real heat. He's really solid in that ring. He also is able to go with almost anybody in that ring now. You could tell he's still. I love. How he's he now Seth the, Rollins level. The, he's the, not. He's not he's, oh, oh yeah, the, the now. now, the now. It's he the can now. use. He can use that line. Remember, they're utilizing that um, United States Championship as the Raw Champion. Yeah, that's their heavyweight title. The, it is because Roman says I'm not doing it for you. So you know that's what I I, I laugh every time I see Roman Raw because like he doesn't want to be there and all he is it's pretty much promoting his SmackDown. Uh, yeah, his no, his SmackDown yeah. appearance. Come to SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. That's his show. He said it. He says I want a, pre- a premium live event. I come to SmackDown. And I talk about it. That's what he does. You know, he goes to go Raw like once a month. Uh, but. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good match. Second match in action night. Let's go ahead and talk about the main event. And let's talk about the main event of the evening. First of all, 
Shout out to Alicia Taylor, who was as, the as, uh, as we announcer stuff, of I should be the, smarter. What was that? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Alicia Taylor, who's the announcer of the War Games match. Because this is the, the marquee pitcher for Survivor Series. So when you see this matchup, like, 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 this was like the women's match to me, in a sense, right? But in reverse, right? It's like Sheamus, champion, McIntyre. If you're going to build a professional wrestler, that's the model you start with in your words, right? Kevin Owens. And then these other few guys, right? <laughs> Just trying to get a come up, right? Take nothing away from Bush. No, I, I love the Bruiser weight forever, but uh, that's about it, right? You got arguably... I said last night after last night, I'm ready to have a real conversation if I'm putting them on my Mount Rushmore. If not, he's like five of the Ooh. WWE. Ooh. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, yeah. <laughs> I, I think he's knocked some people off this list. He, he's very, very good. Even though it, it's so funny, we talk about this event, which is a little over three hours long, right? We talk about this whole event. And I will tell you one of the highlights of this event, which is, sad, which is sad. One of the highlights of this entire event for me was a man sitting down in a cage. That's impressive <laughs> to me. That only Roman Reigns could pull that off. Only Roman can pull it off. But and I got... told I told people, I was like, Bloodline could, should clearly win this because one of my roommates thought he, they weren't going to win it. But I like, they should clearly win this because instead of all the interests you saw tonight, only one came out as together. a team, together. a complete unit. And it was the Bloodline. And then it's funny because they play it so, so well. I can tell Paul Heyman is, is like architecting this. But they play it so well. You can see where Roman is is just like he's just giving nods. That's how he do. does. It was so subtle, every little thing, just from solo, just doing like this to him outside, you know, them trying to figure out who's gonna be, even though I already knew it was gonna be made of a Jay Uso. It was just very good. Even when the countdown clock hit and uh Jimmy was about to go in and Roman said, No, you stay nah. here. Yeah, it said Sammy Zayn. No, no. It was he it didn't just... say shit. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say shit, yo. He cussed him. He said what he said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. All right, so we got the Usos, greatest tag teams of all time. One one A, in my opinion. You got the you got the little brother solo for two now getting some shine, shine. And you got somebody who I've been promoting on this network and other networks for four fucking years. It's Sami Zayn. Okay, y'all know who won this match. You you wish your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your mother, your daddy looked at you the way Roman Reigns is looking at Sami Zayn. The storytelling telling, we talk about this every single week. When we're Hashtag wrestling storyline story is what makes this the I say it every I can't stand repeat myself, but the way I, this is why I say Roman Reigns is like the greatest world championship reign of all time, in my opinion. It's two and a half years almost. And it still feels, even just this caveat last night with the hug of Sami Zayn and everything like that, and Jay Uso hugging him, it makes it feel like, okay, I can see this going for a couple more. Don't listen, Charmaine. I can see this going for a couple more months. We didn't even talk about just the subtle interviews backstage. I'll say interview. But interview segments backstage where Roman was talking to uh, Jay Uso. And then Roman was talking to Sami Zayn. And then Roman was talking to Jay again because it made you think, like, okay, it's going to happen tonight because you know what's going to happen. Are they going to turn on Sami Zayn? Is Sami Zayn going to turn on them? Yeah. I was, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, it makes an extra element to it, and it's very, very, very good. I just enjoyed it. I thought everybody had it. The problem I had with this match, as I alluded to her earlier, was just thought people were laying around, around. I hate when they do that. Yeah. I hate when they're just. But again, that's the question: is that is that the wrestler or that production? That's production. I, I, but I also say the wrestlers because you know that there's cameras everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. Like you know this. This isn't but it is it's the cage at this point. You know, it's it's different from when they're like outside and yeah. laying around the thing, you know, the uh barricade area. They're in the ring. You can't do but so much in the camera. But I have a problem. They did less work in that than the women did. And we're talking about Drew McIntyre, right? Drew McIntyre is a beast, and he barely got touched for him to be laid out for like 25 minutes. He barely got touched. I'm not gonna say this is where I think let's stop it right there. This is Paul Heyman's booking. Correct. This has Roman's been booked like this way before Triple H was. Yep. When people thought Triple H was going to get fired for some reason. Yeah. This, uh, man, was doing this. this man sat backstage and said, go get, he said, he said, wise man. Yes, my travel chief. He said, call Sami Zayn. No, get me Sami Zayn. He, said, he said, get me Sami. Right. But the whole time, because my kids, I think, watching wrestling, Charmaine, them, watching his face in the background as he spoke Correct. to these gentlemen. My roommate said the same thing. Like, look at him. Like, Heyman's gold. That's why I'll have, that's why I still got me on my Paul Heyman guy t-shirt. That's just where I got it from. I say, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Superman guy. You know what I mean? It's Paul Heyman. Paul Lee Dangerously is the orchestrator and the manipulator of everything that makes Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns. And it doesn't take from Roman. I had a talk to my best friend who had said, um, Roman can't get the credit because he was nursed here. Everybody's nursed to becoming what they become. It takes the superstar. I've said this a thousand times. I'm going to say it again. I like repeating myself so I can hear it. There's nothing that Cody Rhodes ever touched in the WWE that they gave him that he didn't fucking work to his perfection. That's Correct. dashing Cody Rhodes. That was the mass Cody liked. Rhodes. That Which was Stardust. It didn't Which matter. I liked at the beginning. He did all of it. And he worked that shit. You get a gimmick. It's your job as the, as the, as the talent to, so what it sucks to you make it go work make it go work and when you can make it work fans believe it and they believe in you rather they they come back and go that was dumb you still worked it you work the gimmick you learn that on young rock now y'all should be watching young rock on fridays okay <laughs> which it comes on doing smackdown which is stupid but hey good. but this match as you said watching roman um the storyline when you, you pull him back you have you have you have sammy go help Main event, Jay. And you see the turmoil, and you, you're watching for it, you're waiting for it. But when Sammy gives Kevin Owens the nut shot, that was the first step to making it be great. That was like, oh, yes. And he looked at it, he still looked it like, damn, did I just make the right move? He picks him up, or he holds him up, he throws him down, and he tells Jimmy, get on top. And main event, Jay, I'm sorry. And when main event hits him with that splash, what makes this match great and what saved this pay-per-view was the end of the match. When he Correct. went to Sammy to hug Sammy like, okay, you're here for the family. Now, brother, he turned him or Sammy turned him later. That's a conversation for another show. Okay? But off this storyline building, this was this what saved Survivor Series for me because as we said before off air, and I ain't say it here, I'm going to say it now, I didn't like this pay-per-view. It's called Survivor Series, and I'm a creature of habit. I'm a creature of programming in which this company has programmed me to like certain things. It's called Survivor Series. It doesn't have to have a bunch of Survivor Series matches. And I get that Triple H talked in the press conference about changing things and being things and, and seeing if shit stick. I get all of that. I'm an intelligent wrestling fan. So that's why you listen to this show. Okay. But what needs Not to happen. Not as interesting as you think. Huh? I'm just answering that oh. question. Go ahead. But, it, 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 but you have to give me, it's called, call it war games, but I'm okay with that. And I get you can say what's called Survivor Series War Games. That's what I said earlier, and I put the difference between the things, right? But 
Survivor Series is made about being the final su survivor. There's been 36 of these things. If I'm not wrong, and I know I'm not the, the historian buff like you and other guys around here are, this is the first Survivor Series match that wasn't a Survivor Series match. 1998. 1998, there was another one like that? Yes, that was when it was for the tournament for the WWE title. That's a whole different story, though. They needed the injuries one, happened. It was still the one survivor. Uh, right. Thing. Okay. So the Rock survived, but it was no Survivor Series match. But 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 after the that but that was also a show full of that time in '98. Some would say the greatest era in professional wrestling. Arguably, yes. At that time, so it was kind of overlooked. This is not the greatest era of professional wrestling. Although we're having one of the greatest. Hey, what's going on? Although we have one of the greatest pushes in professional wrestling with Roman Reigns. Correct. Okay. So for me, just me being the old head here. I didn't like the Survivor Series from that standpoint because I didn't get a traditional Survivor Series match. It could have been a quick one. I didn't care. I just, it, I didn't feel like I was watching Survivor Series. Okay. I and think so 2002 me, didn't have a uh, traditional one. I didn't, I, but um, I didn't that's when that. they had the Elimination Chamber match. But uh, so Roman, that's not them, this family, the bloodline, you see we changing names around here. <laughs> King Knox Ooze and Executive Ooze. The Red, uh, those who don't know me, um, you know, uh, me and Dice Man Silver, he calls me like, yo, I know you love these red shirts. And you, you've been at WrestleMania. I, I, I'm, I want that shirt now. Like, they fool me every time because I buy three of the same damn shirts. I'm a moron. I'm an idiot. I'm buying the black shirt, the blacker shirt, and the red shirt every damn time. Okay? Wakanda forever. This Survivor Series War Games match, this particular main event, I, I thought if you really look at it and really pay attention, you're not going to really like it. It was not that entertaining interesting it was okay it did the job but realistically speaking i remember the match for a few things i remember roman sitting out right i remember when roman came out of that particular occasion walking to the war games cage and nobody was paying attention to the war games match anymore everybody was just looking at roman walk to the freaking ring and then when roman got in he brought everybody oh, so on their feet. did he just say that did you already put what? that up i put it up when you uh okay. when you're talking about ironically yeah. when you're talking about that okay it up. um and then they had the five on five stare down, right? But besides that, then the 10 beats or the 25 beats the ballad or whatever. Oh, that was amazing. That was good. That was <laughs> those were highlights of the match for me. Besides that, is the last four or five minutes of the match from him saving the three count, the, the nut shot to the actually one of the most vicious uh Haluva kicks I've ever seen him ever do, seen to Kevin Owens falling down, which is not the first time I've seen that spot, but it's still good every time mm -hmm. they do it. Yeah, Kevin Owens falling his arm, laying him down, providing yeah, him for main event Jay Uso. Because uh, Roman was down. Roman, Roman was looking like the weak dog. He took the stunner, even though you know, he did his thing. But he took the stunner. He was down for the three count. Then the uh, proverbial – and if you look at it, it's so – I love subtlety. That's how I know it's a Paul Heyman thing. It's like, you know, it's a fast – When Roman did like this, it was when his music broke, right? <laughs> the, the second time. <laughs> he did just like this when that music, this, that music when he, broke. When he grabbed the most. He, he was like – yeah. you know, it, it was so slow. It was great. It's the same spot when he does when he raises both belts. Yeah. You know, he does it to the music. When he raised his arms for a hug, he did it to you. And then the Jay Uso hugging moment, actually, you know. Baby, baby girl says, well, uh, well, uh, well, Uso, well, Solo for two ever throw the ones up? <laughs> no, yeah, it was, it was, I was about to get to that. You but know that? He was, never throws the ones never, up, yo. He's he, always he just like. Done it. He had done it. Is, he may have done it, but that, that boy is Umaga. Yeah, he's <laughs> he plays his part well. He didn't do that much in the ranch. So he, everything he did, he did effectively. He's actually He actually looked like he belonged. Yeah. Right? So that was good. But. Jay hugging uh 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 Sammy Zayn was a powerful uh, moment. Powerful. You know, even even when uh it Jimmy was how the hug was though, like yeah. <laughs> their little handshake and stuff like that. It felt and these are these are heels, mind yeah. you, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, 
good face reaction, but they didn't do anything that was a heel like still, but it was just a great moment. And um, just to clarify, when um, he I disagree with George here, he said Monday Night Raw is gonna be interesting on Monday night. No, it's not because we're talking, clear. you're talking about it because we're talking about what happened in War Games. Yeah. But it's, as I said, I prefer you prefer traditional Survivor Series matches, which I agree with, even I didn't used to like them. But I said this the other night, I prefer Raw versus SmackDown, uh, for Survivor Series. I think it makes it more important. I feel like oh, it feels yeah, a little bit super bullish, show, yeah. right? Um, one thing that I will say is that this the War Games match one was pretty much raw, the women's one was pretty much raw. And SmackDown, well, actually, it was all raw. Everybody was a raw superstar. And the, the, uh, the men's one was pretty much SmackDown. Everybody but Kevin Owens yeah. is a SmackDown superstar. You're not really going to see Usos might be there. I mean, the bloodline might be Uso, there, but it won't be yeah, Roman not, Reigns. Roman won't be there. Roman won't be there. And honestly speaking, without Roman this first time, I don't even think any of the bloodlines should be there on uh, Monday night. Yeah. I think when Roman's there, they'll tell you he'll be there. Yeah, they, they announced it. They so actually say Roman Reigns on Raw. They yeah, don't, they're, they're, he's not going to be there. So I wouldn't put any bloodline. I just save everything for Friday. Uh, personally, so I don't think it's going to be interesting if you're talking about this storyline. Before we give the grades and get out of here, what was your take on the media scrum? <laughs> they call it that. The press conference, I didn't watch. You, you didn't watch none of it? Mm-mm. I never watched any of that. Yeah. That was the, That's still going to be the most interesting media scrum press conference ever, simply because of that daggone picture you just put up, <laughs> which will stay in there until forever. the day we stop doing yeah. this. I will always keep that in there because that's always going to be my memory. And I saw in the, uh, the verbal thing, I mean, the uh, audio part, where you have uh, CM Punk, who I always—I mean, I was arguing with people because I used to—I used to hate CM Sucks. I still don't like CM Sucks. CM Sucks. <laughs> I never liked how you left WWE, but yeah, I always I call sit here and say, "I—I'm I, on CM Sucks side on this one. I, I really am. I don't think it's professional I, I how he did it. I was on his side in that as well. Yeah, I—I I don't like how he did it in the media scrum, but I felt his pain, and I see what—and it might have turned to a work at this point. I don't know because I saw no, it's not a work. <laughs> Did you if see the shirts EVP's- that AEW had? They had they had the elite shirts with with CM Punk's colors in Chicago. The management colors. of AEW is so unprofessional. Then is freaking very ridiculous. Okay, very the fact that they're able to do any of that is freaking ridiculous. And as far as Sasha Banks is concerned, all right, Mike, I need you not to blame WWE for Sasha not showing up in Boston. That is all Mercedes Bernardo uh, right now. Okay? I'm not blaming. Well, some blame got to go somewhere, bro. Well, I do think after they brought back freaking Emma. So they went and tried to and they didn't try to get in contact with Sasha and Naomi and try to bring them back. Like I'm okay, so and this is why I tell everyone hashtag depth of dirt sheets, right? Mm-hmm. Because I try Chase. everything in my power to never listen to dirt sheets, but because of the, the world we're in, possibly right, that mm-hmm. I always see something of something, you know what I mean? And this was one of those things that was like. You know, they were signed. They were coming back. Remember, they, they were on. They were already backstage at Raw, like the second week after Vince was gone. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So um, before we got here, um, make sure you guys check out all the shows on the network. We give our belt grades in a second. Um, I want to I want to get your take on what he does say about the PLEs and what Triple H is. This is courtesy of WWE.com, WWE Facebook, WWE YouTube. This is WWE's property. All right. I think there's a lot of feeling that sort of hell in the cell is one of those things that is a giant blow off. Right. Um, If you're calling somebody out at the end of something, you can challenge them to hell in the cell. So I I hear this speculation among fans a lot about and, and, and all of you as well about, you know, hell in the cell, money in the bank, elimination chamber. Maybe those things should all go in. 
some of that I, I hear, hell in the cell, I hear it, right? I, you know, I, I had a, a highlight of my career in, in sort of Foley and I calling each other out on hell in the cell. Um, but then when you get into, no one's ever going to challenge somebody going like, that's it, I'm tired of you. I challenge you to an elimination chamber with five other guys. Like, it doesn't work, right? Same thing, like, well, that does it. I challenge you to money in the bank, right? Like, it, I, I feel like those, there's a difference there. Um, I think we have to reevaluate all of that. I think we have to look at that. It's, it's really looking at the overall calendar and saying, what is the best place to put this? What is the best way to entertain our fans or what makes the most sense one after the other. It's, it's no different than when you look at a show and you say, okay, th this match has to deliver. Yeah, but it can't take away from the rest of the show because it's the whole show. But then it's the whole arcing story of what we're doing right now. And then it's that whole year of what we put out all together. Right? There's so many layers of what we do that you got to keep in mind all of those and, and we look at them going forward. So it's up in the air, but I, but I think it's, it's something that we think about on a regular basis. Your take on uh, Triple H's and the pre-mom events, because I think that's the thing I don't want him to do. I think they fall into that slippery slope of trying to please fans. And I, I'm i a fan, mm -hmm. and I flip-flop all the time. We're, we're fickle, right? I don't we think are, fans, we're very fickle. Fans don't know what they want. Fans want what they want. They don't understand the bigger picture. So I've always been able to think that I separate myself from other wrestling fans because I don't have to get my way to enjoy wrestling. So I remember when you know, WWE was in a bad place as far as the fans are concerned, you know, which has been a, a lot over oh, the last wow, years. Now. <laughs> but um, it was one that was really bad. It was in the end of 2018. And uh, Triple H, Vince McMahon, Stephanie Man, Shane, all came out and said, hey, we're going to give you fans what you want, right? And they did, unfortunately. You know, that's how WrestleMania 35 came about. They gave Kofi the title. They gave uh, uh, Becky the title. They gave Seth Rollins the title. And in my opinion... 2019 was one of the worst years in wrestling, as far as I'm concerned. It was not interesting because all they did was cater to everything the fans want. And at the mm -hmm. end of the day, you cannot do that. Everybody has their own opinion. Everybody wants this. Everybody wants their favorite wrestler to win. And then when they do the win, they're like, okay, they're boring. Why are they shoving them down my throat? That's just how it is. Um, as far as the PLEs are concerned, I, I do believe that certain pay-per-views – I'm sorry. I say PLEs and I say pay-per-views. I do believe <laughs> – that certain matches don't need to have their own PLE. I don't think Hell in a Cell deserves its own PLE. Not deserves one because it's a bad match. It's one of my favorite matches, of honestly. Uh, but it needs to be that blow off. You know, and I, I said that was one of my biggest issues with the Bianca and um Bianca and Bailey feud. It's been going on too long, and they had a Hell in a Cell match, and they had like what three or four matches since I, then. Like it's a feud. I don't it don't even feel like a feud between them. It just seems like it was this is all trying to be catch up, hiring all these girls back. You know, it's just catching up to the mistakes that I will say Vince kind of made and forgot about. That's why I'm, I'm liking what Triple H has done with tag team wrestling mm -hmm. and with the the Viking Raiders. And I don't care they change the name of Baja to Sarah Logan. Sarah Logan wasn't selling uh, shit. She, she's first not. Place. This okay, actually probably is better for her yeah. so we can get it, past it, the fact she was Sarah Logan. I just thought it was weird she had no shoes on. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, Triple I, H is in, he's doing things right. Just continue to do and no, nobody, nobody's perfect. And it's yeah, different between and people need to realize it's a different audience, it's a different production, it's a difference between NXT and yep. the gigantic beast that is known as WWE, because WWE is a beast, right? It's a global organization that is known throughout every aspect of sports and entertainment. WrestleMania alone is the sixth biggest sports event of the 
planet. Okay, cities bid on it each and every single like the God year. Goddamn Olympics. Because they want <laughs> it because it brings such an economic boom. We were in Dallas this year. It brings an economic boom. Okay, trust me. You want WrestleMania? WWE needs to do it. That's why AEW is never going to touch them. And that's not me trying to knock AEW because I actually am a bigger fan than I let on AEW sometimes. But realistically, it's, sometimes it's the I hair wish start. To. It's the Marvel right. DC comparison. It's too big of a hair start to catch it in certain genres. You just need to accept for what it is, and they mm-hmm. need not to be, try to put the cart before the horse, which yeah. is their biggest problem, right? Because WWE is always going to be WWE at this point. And he even said it later in this, because I, mean, I didn't watch this thing before mm-hmm. I saw highlights. He said it. He said, bigger stadiums and bigger arenas, that's what we are good for. That's what we do. He didn't want to referencing AEW. He just saying, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on us, not even AEW me. Even them coming to Philadelphia AEW. in 2024, I thought would never happen. Because I've always thought the Lincoln Finance was too small for them. Not going right. to lie to you. I just they thought it built, was too When they first the built that stadium, two, you're right, two things came to my mind. I said, damn, we're never going to get a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Right? I looked at it. Every stadium was being built at the same time we were building Lincoln Financial. Go ahead, go birds, fucking cowboys. Why are stadiums so much smaller than everybody else's? Mm-hmm. Right? And then I go, well, if you know the city. But a city of over a million people. Right. Million and a half. They, but they put all that small complex stuff together. Mm-hmm. Right? All they're talking about moving the Sixers downtown. Mm-hmm. Now, so when they built that stadium, all saying, in the same area, yeah, across the street, you can walk mm-hmm. yeah, right, right there. And mm-hmm. I said, Man, and I still don't think they're not going to get 80,000 people in. But remember, they don't necessarily need it anymore because they don't do just one night. If it was just one night, I completely agree yeah. with you. But now, all their goal and, is to get a once they went to New York, both nights, and once they went to New Jersey, Meadowlands for WrestleMania, Philadelphia wasn't too far off the map. <laughs> okay, That's same true. weather pattern. Before we leave, I want to go ahead and take a look at this. Oh, yeah. To find out what you oh, think. Shit, that, ain't Bray t- that is not <laughs> that is not Bray Wyatt. Who I said that was Bray Wyatt, and all I saw was the That's a clue. That's a black <laughs> I still want to do the comfort challenge, damn it. Anybody want to do the comfort challenge with y'all pop review? Y'all let us know. I'm gonna do it if I gotta do it by my damn self. It's so funny that he really thought that was Bray Wyatt. He's like, that's, that's not Bray Wyatt. Man. First of all, yeah, I must say, first of all, he belongs <laughs> in a Black Panther 2 uh, movie premiere. Uh, like, I don't know why he thought it. And hey, I know we give him credit because he's married to a black woman now, but uh, <laughs> that was clearly not Bray Wyatt. But I see why you said that. I uh, love that song. Ladies and gentlemen, um, hey, you go ahead and take us on. Listen, we out of here. Listen, there will not be a Mike Knox show tomorrow. Next week. Well, enjoy your week. We love you guys. Subscribe. It's free. We love you, so thank you for loving us. We'll see y'all next week. We are out of here. So do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself, I love me some me. And don't love God. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all be out of here, y'all. Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah. Perfect Plex Radio. We about to go live on them. Mike Knox.